This episode of The Sleazy Podcast is brought to you in part by ShopNerdKO.com. That's ShopNerdKO.com. Your home for all things nerdy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for episode 20 of The Sleazy Podcast. I have some company today. Kyle's made it back for his second appearance since we've come back. Well, third, technically. Two in a row. Yeah, two in a row. row. And then, of course, Rob Zilla is going to be here. Hey, what's up? Because where else is he going to be? That's right. On a Friday night. Nowhere. And some of you may have heard Greg from a wrestling podcast. Yo, yo. Greg's here. Yeah. So, how was everybody's week? I mean... It was long and busy, but made it through. Okay. What about you, Kyle? That's that's a shame. I'm sorry to hear that you made it through. Right? I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> we I were kind of hoping that you just wouldn't call and I wouldn't have to pick you up. I know, right? <laughs> you just report you're missing. Like, you find him, you find him, right? Yeah. Yeah, find him on a missing uh, milk carton. Yeah. I was hoping maybe you left some stuff for me in your will. And, you know, <laughs> At least I, the TV. Ain't, ain't nobody got none of that yet. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Greg? Uh, well, on uh, Monday afternoon, I went home from work sick and missed work right up until Thursday. So, oh, wow. oh yeah. that sounds like you had a. I had an awesome week. Yeah, Fantastic. I, I got. You didn't a, have. You got, didn't have to work. Uh, yeah. Right, I got through season two of Ozark. So, there you go. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I had an okay week besides being in like one of those moods where everything annoys me. Uh-huh. I've just oh, been I in it for like every week. Hey, yeah, it's like two weeks in a row now, and I'm just like, ugh. I'm call you Mark Marin. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I just want to go home and lock myself in my room. No, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to deal with anything. Yeah, you know that, and you know the roommate left the dog here, so and the dog's been all like stressed out and doesn't want to eat or poop and just moping around the house like a miserable person. <laughs> but, Talking about your dad or the dog? Uh, the the dog. Okay. Yeah, my dad seems to be fine. Oh, well, well, I mean, he got the dog doesn't eat. Then you won't have to deal with the dog much longer. Yeah. So well, it, luckily she started eating again. So I think <laughs> she's on. I think she's on the up uptick now. You know, she's finally realizing somebody's not coming back. <laughs> but I guess but, I'm just gonna have to deal with it and suck it up. Yeah, I think, I think that's what the, she's looking at it, and she's like, "Well, <clears throat> somebody will uh, bring me uh, French fries eventually, so I guess I'll have it made here." <laughs> You know, <laughs> that all what all of us just want somebody to bring us some French fries. Right. I mean, I love French that, fries. I mean, that's that's the dream right there. Um, so th- this week there was um, TMZ and everybody else reported Henry Cavill was exiting the uh, DCEU, and I flipped out. I don't know about you guys. Uh, yeah, I was pretty yeah. shocked by that because I mean, Henry is like Superman. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's rocking it. You know. So I like Henry Cavill as uh, Superman. I think he does a great job. He and does he a had, fantastic job. He fits him. Yeah. yeah, he's he he's like to me, he's a little bit too like built to be like Clark Kent, but he still pulls it off. Yeah. And for as as a Superman, Kal-El, he looks the part, you know, and he, he's mm. he's a good part for it. But I just didn't like why would they recast him in the middle of this? Because everything's awful, don't you know that the DCU is awful, Superman's awful, no, Batman's awful. It's it's yeah. not. They're all, they're all awful. It's don't not. You know? all, it's don't not you know? awful. It's not awful. I, I saw somebody in our comments on the Nerdco page again. They always, whenever stuff like this happens, they always 
you know, start talking about actors they don't like in the roles, and yeah. Affleck always comes up again. Why? 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 I Why? don't understand the hatred that right. people have I'm, for I'm glad, Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm glad Ben Affleck is rocked. He's a bad We're on tape supporting Batman. Affleck from the beginning. Yeah, he's fine. And same with uh, Henry. We went to right. war with people over Ben Affleck. Yeah, and I'll keep doing it. Ben Affleck is the bomb as Batman. I. I so, he's he's the mean, bomb as we, Bruce Wayne. He's yeah. like a perfect Bruce. Yeah, Wayne. like you mentioned, anybody can play Batman. Yeah, put on the mask and you do the voice. Well, and Batman. I mean, he doesn't even do the voice. Right. Like, there's the, a synthesizer that which they I use. think is awesome. Yeah, I like, I, that. Like that. I like that. But like, I don't understand why people like people trash the DC movie so bad, mm. and they praise like Wonder Woman, which I thought Wonder Woman was the same exact movie as Batman versus Superman. It was it, the same movie as Captain America. It, it, mm. I mean. It, I like. I hate to sound like, I hate to go here, but I think it, you know it just got as much hype as it did because it was you know all woman, uh, di- director cast all that you know, and they 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 hyped it up for that, and I was just like, well, it's really not any better than anything else that they've done. Yeah, but and you know a lot of people are like, well, I could feel the emotion from it. Like, <laughs> I don't see that. I'm like, oh, what? What emotion? Like, obviously she was attached to what's his face, and you know, Chris. Boom. To me, Chris Pine saved that movie. Yeah, if he, Chris Pine isn't uh, in that movie, it uh, bombs. Yeah, that's my opinion, and it's not against because it, it had a, but... which is why they brought him back for the sequel. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. I mean that movie was so slow in the beginning and it didn't pick up until they got into like world, you know, the actual world war two scenes and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it had a nice ending to it, a nice battle at the end. And you, you know, you got to see the full force of wonder woman and all that. But I mean, they, I just think that they're not fair with it. And I think a lot of it is people watching characters and stories that they don't like and expecting it to be like, Marvel characters and Marvel stories that they do like. Well, we've had this discussion too. Most of, I mean, I think somebody said this too. They're, they're just a Marvel fanboy. They just don't like DC. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. That's I mean, exactly what it is. And people don't understand that the tone is like completely different and darker. You know, like what's the darkest thing we've seen in Marvel so far? You know, Tony Stark being an alcoholic eating donuts on top of a building. <laughs> well, we, we did see half of the universe get wiped out. That was, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> that was sad. Yeah, but, but there, that, is, there is legit criticisms of, of the DC universe. You know, they they're not perfect they're, they're, by any means. They they've tried to do what Marvel did in ten years in a couple of years. You know, they keep they keep hiring all these directors because they want the movies to be like these director center projects. And then you hear they like reshoot half the movie and restructure it, and it just kind of takes away from what they were trying to do in the first place. Yeah, I, like I really think they need to just say, "Hey, this is our guy that's directing it. We're gonna leave him alone, and we're gonna just let it go." But you know, I was thinking about this in the car. The other day, I was like, they need to take the Marvel approach. You know, Disney was like, we're going to focus on our Disney properties, but we're going to make a studio completely designed to put these movies out. And we're going to put somebody that has a passion for the for the source material in charge of this, you know, Kevin Feige, and have them take care of all the movies and make sure that everything is the way that it needs to be so that we put out a good product. Like, I don't know why Warner Brothers just hasn't made a, a DC film studio and put somebody, you know, like, I don't know, Kevin Smith in charge, somebody who's written that comic would be books. Too awesome. Yeah. Somebody who's written I mean, comic books yeah. for DC and who is widely praised. And, well, they, they sort of had Snyder doing that. And, yeah. You know, uh, well, and before that, it was supposed to be uh, Christopher Nolan, right. and he backed out after Man of Steel. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, Snyder, I, I like Snyder's movie. He's a visual guy, though. 
Yeah. And he's not always doesn't always have the best scripts and like the best, you know, long term plan. I know uh, Watchmen. I mean, that's still like one of the great comic book movies. I, I actually just watched that again this week, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's still. I know people kind of like to hate on that one, but it's it's. I thought Watchmen be, was phenomenal. It's supposed yeah. to be one of the most accurate. I mean, aside I know it the ending a little bit, but aside from the blue penis, it's a <laughs> it's a good movie. You get to see spaceship sex in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so, so th- he might not have been the best choice to sort of be like the overseer, and he did have some problems. Well, I think one of his his man of steel. Man of Steel did so well to it tested so well. We'll just say that that they were like, oh, he pulled off bringing Superman back. Let's just give him everything, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that he uh, he had all these great ideas for them. And you can tell like there's a big difference with them fucking with the movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then him actually putting out like if you've watched like Batman versus Superman, like it seems like they cut out like a huge part of the movie. Yeah. And you're like, kind of like, well, what the fuck's going on? And then you watch the extended version, and it's light years it, better. It cleans it up. It's a half hour more, and they put all the shit back in that they made him cut out. And then you know, we get this, uh, we get Justice League, where he, you know, his son committed suicide, and he he left. Mm-hmm. They say he got fired, but I think that there was just, you know, he wasn't into it. Everybody wanted. Out. Yeah, I think you yeah. know he. And they he wanted had to some, bring in Whedon anyway, probably. Yeah, and then Whedon was just like wanted to. Do the the ending a little differently, and they did the reshoots and oh, that whole Russian family thing was was after Zack Snyder left. Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't they see asked them being him. In it. They asked him about the Russian family, and he his response was, "What Russian family?" <laughs> yeah, but I would love to see. I know a lot of people are petitioning the Zack Snyder cut for Justice. League. Yes, it's all over the place. Yeah, and I would I would love to see that. I hope it comes out someday. I hope some. I ho- I really hope some nerd in you know the, the um, editing it's, room. It's on YouTube. Um, well, it's there is somebody actually working yeah. on it on YouTube. I, hope I, so. I, I found his channel on YouTube, so I subscribe to it, so that when it comes out, um, I mean, he's going to post a, a trailer for it and then link it. Yeah, with, he's with he's going to have to go to find the movie. He's going to have to put that on like the uh, wh- what's the program, Cody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that'll be a Cody one, like all the way. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I really want to see what his product is, and how bad they fucked it up. And I mean, I'm a huge Joss Whedon fan. Like, I think he did phenomenal things with Avengers one and two. Oh yeah, and he really got the the MCU going, you know, where it needed to be. But sorry about that. Oh, uh, you're all right, buddy. Oh, by the way, the orange sky at the end that was Joss Whedon as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't have a problem with the original I, cut of no. Justice League. Yeah, I enjoyed or it. the the cut that they the theatrical cut, we should say. But I liked it. I thought we finally, you know, we got the Superman that we all knew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, you know, he was, he, he was Superman at the end. Of yeah. It. Superman was Superman in that one. Yep. But <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting though. I, I still want like my Affleck Batman movie. Yeah. And I, I want another Henry Cavill Superman. Yeah. I want to stand alone. Which Henry is what Cavill. Henry Cavill wants. Yeah. He wants to do Man of Steel too. He, he put something on his Instagram apparently when they were doing this and it was just like him. He, yeah. Him with the Superman figurine. Yeah. He holds it up and then yeah. he lowers it. Well, him. and you sent the picture of his uh, manager. Yeah. Or uh, the tweet. So it's his, it's his uh, management company mm, yeah. that um, said the cape is still very much in his closet. Be at peace. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is all bullshit, and whether it's some discrepancy over pay or, you know, people. I, I read some articles, and they they kind of made it sound like DC is trying to do like a soft reboot of everything. Yeah, like if they get rid of Superman, and if they keep saying Affleck's not coming back, I I, I thought he was in rehab for alcohol or something. Yeah, already. he is in rehab. I thought, and 
I really want to see these guys. I, I still don't think they've done the best they can do yet with, with either Affleck or Cavill, you know? Yeah. If they're going to do that, then wipe the whole slate clean. Why bother with a Wonder Woman two with Gail Gadot? Well, like I say, it's sort of why it's sort bother of, with the Jason Momoa Aquaman? It's sort of like the soft reboot, but but yeah. they can't do it because Gail Gadot is so popular as Wonder Woman now. Yeah, yeah, like she's huge as as Wonder Woman. They've they've made their bed and they have to make that. You got to take who you got and make it better. And it's just act like these guys are horrible. I'm like Ben Affleck is one of the best Batman's. Henry Cavill is awesome as Superman. And if if you watch like if people who actually saw Batman versus Superman and then saw the director's cut, they liked it more. Yeah, better, yeah, better than that. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know. I know people make fun of that, but that's, that's that pretty. That, that was how, good. I how could you moment. not see the emotion in that? I liked that moment. People saw the emotion in Wonder Woman, but they didn't see the emotion that Superman had for his adopted mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know everybody kind of like likes the hate on the movie. I liked it. I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And by the way, that has like one of the best Batman scenes. Christian Bale never did any action like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, in the warehouse? Yeah, where yeah. Batman flips out of the jet into the building. It's like watching Arkham. Comes up Arkham, through the floor. Uh, Batman yeah. actually kills some motherfuckers in that right. scene. Right. Yeah, he straight yeah, up murders with, with a grenade or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that is a sweet part. He throws a fucking crate at somebody. I mean, that's... <laughs> it's just like Arkham Asylum, basically. Yeah. They just well, took it straight from and, that. Yeah. You know what? Ben Affleck, when he was going to direct the Batman movie, he was going to originally take like the Arkham Asylum idea. Yeah, and roll with that. Really, yeah. I heard that the script for that, the original script for that, was unbelievable. Really, and yeah. he he didn't want to do it because it was too much, and he was probably drinking alcohol oh, and couldn't yeah. get up. <laughs> he wasn't drinking; he might be able to do it. Yeah. So now they got the guy from uh, uh, the Planet of the Apes Matt movies. Reeves. Yeah. yeah. So, and apparently, he's not a Ben Affleck guy. Really. So I mean, I like I like Matt Reeves. He wants his own Batman. Yeah, I think that's kind of what Matt doing. Reeves wants to do a Batman when Batman's in his prime. Yeah. But I'm I, cool I want an older Batman. I, I want to see some of these guys age. That's the, that's I, right, one yeah. of the things I've been waiting for, especially out of like Marvel and DC. Is I want to see these 10, 20 year plans with movies. I want to see right. people go away for five or 10 years and show back up older, you know? Yeah, that would be cool. Well, I'm just ready for like, you know, the Flash movie because they're supposed to take it. It's yeah. supposed to be like Flash Point. Flashpoint. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Flash to me was one of the better parts of Justice League. They picked Ezra Miller. He's the perfect Flash, in my opinion. And. Like, I know a lot of people are like, well, I like Flash on CW, and he was the perfect guy. And no. Different world. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I mean, if you keep watching that, you'll kind of get ignored by that, and he, he kind of, like, isn't Barry Allen after a while. He be, kind of becomes like a crybaby, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they do with every CW show, like they did with Smallville, and everything's about a stupid girl, mm-hmm. and he can't. Yeah. Be the hero that he needs to be. See, when they stopped doing that on Smallville in the last like three seasons, Smallville, uh, was, Smallville good. was good. Smallville closed out really good. Yeah, it did. It had its growing pains in the middle. Yep. But I mean, Smallville to me is still one of like my favorite comic book shows besides Daredevil, obviously. Yeah. No. Yeah, Daredevil is just ugh, it's amazing. That's, we, see, we got spoiled with that. From yeah. The other movies like Luke Cage and them. I, mean, I have Daredevil a hard time. I have a hard yeah. time watching Arrow now because Daredevil is just so much better. Yeah. But anyway, so after the Henry uh, Cavill rumor, another rumor popped up that Michael B. Jordan was slated to replace him as Superman. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Greg. Yeah. Thank you. Fucking terrible. Thank stupid. you. Say it. Say it. I have pride. no problem going off on this. You have a guy, Henry Cavill, who is perfect in the role of Superman, and DC and Warner Brothers wants to go and and fuck it up 
and muck up the relationship because they don't want to do Man of Steel 2 right away. They want to do Supergirl. Right. And the other. movie that no one's asking for. Right. Right. So they want to do this and they and you know they wanted um Henry Cavill to do a um a cameo spot in Shazam and they couldn't get the money right on it uh to pay him enough money to do it. Really fucking Warner Brothers, you don't have a couple million dollars that you can throw at Henry Cavill you, you for doing two all fucking that stuff scenes locked, locked down in a contract. Yeah, right. like all these Marvel actors, they know like they had a plan and they were like, "Well, here's the deal. If you want to play Captain America, you have to appear 10 times." And they they locked all these characters down. Right. Yeah. With these DC, like they're like they don't know what the next move is, so they have to keep going back to the board and chunking out more change. And, of course, Henry Cavill's worth more money now after Mission Impossible. Right. I mean, so but it's just idiotic how they've handled this. Like I mean, They are I, not prepared to move forward with these movies. My, my point on this is you have a guy that's perfect in the role of Superman. You're fucking it up. And then the Michael Michael B. Jordan rumor comes out. And what? You're going to cast a, a guy who Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Don't, don't I'm, I'm not taking anything away from him. He is a remarkable actor. But you're going to go ahead and replace the quintessential Superman with somebody of a different ethnicity just to say that you can do it. Yeah. Well, and I hate to say it, but it's almost like they're trying to cash in on like the Black Panther like success you know absolutely and like i'm like i don't like i love michael b jordan i think creed was one of my favorite movies a couple years ago Creed's a remarkable and i can't wait for creed Creed 2 is gonna be amazing like when i sent this message to uh rob zilla and j-bone j-bone was like oh that would be so sweet i love michael b jordan and no and i'm like no fucking way dude no fucking way and he was like well who the fuck cares and i'm like i fucking care this is the granddaddy of all superheroes you've got to get it fucking right that's the yes. foundation is like is superman got to get it right every last fucking detail has to be right like and so far they've done a great job with him but don't give up on the guy like this is the this is the guy that's supposed to be it for the dc universe and like he's the guy that you need to work with these justice league movies so they just got to make it right and just Make the dude happy. Do whatever you got to do to get him get him in that suit and film the Shazam part, you know? It seems like they just don't want to work with it. They're like just they just right. want to give up. Yeah. And not even mess with like, it. Like oh, so well. stupid. And just to put it out there for the for those listen, listening, I am not a racist. <laughs> no, no. And there's nothing there's nothing um, racist about it, no, but I I I just I just think that if they do it, they're doing it just to And you know, cash in, okay, yeah. okay, so I don't have a problem playing the card. If they want to do another movie set with Michael B. Jordan as a different universe, uh, I don't have a problem with that. That's fine with me. I don't care. DC has played with the multiverse. Yeah. There is a multiverse in DC. And they're proving they're going to do it with Joaquin Phoenix and two two Jokers being, and Jared Leto being in the movies at once. But. You can't replace Henry Cavill and put Michael B. Jordan in the Justice League sequel and expect people to enjoy it. Yeah, they're like, like it's shocked, just like, not. It's not going to happen. Like, I it, mean, we could always go for the Indian Superman. That's true. And if any of you people have not seen Indian Superman, go on YouTube. It's it's something to watch. Oh yeah. 
Well, even so, just you have to look at this. You know, like Peter Parker, like the new Spider-Man is Miles Morales, and then you have to look at the in the comic books. There's right. A, there's a new Iron Woman, like, Iron Man, but it's it's an Iron Woman, and she's I just don't a different think, ethnicity. I don't think Hulk, that Hulk, you are not Hulk. Um, Thor's a woman in Marvel comics. Yeah, right. Thor's right. A woman. Yep. But I just don't think that you should like shit on the source material that bad. Right. Like, yeah, we can change some some origin shit up here and there, but don't shit on it that bad. Like, if you're going to have Michael B. Jordan be the next Superman, just fucking redo it all. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking can everything and redo it. Well, just that we just talked about this, too. Like, what was it? Uh, Fantastic Four. I mean, Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm. It did not come off well. as as, Even as them being adopted, it just didn't come off well. Yeah. Yeah. Because anybody that's a Fantastic Four fan, which um, Kyle and I always talk about this, like, where are the Fantastic Four fans at? We shit on it all the time. Yeah, when that that came out, it was like, I don't know. I mean, I, I own a couple of Fantastic Four comics from back when. But is there anybody out there who's like, yeah, the Fantastic Four is my favorite? I like the characters. I like Mm -hmm. Johnny Storm. But here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about it is, um, you know, you can take a comic book that wasn't popular and make a great movie out of it. But but it was at one point in time, right? I mean, look at Guardians of the Galaxy. Who would have ever thought? Yeah. That they would have made a Guardians of the Galaxy movie and that it would have been so good that they did a second one, put them into the Avengers, mm-hmm. and now they're, well, maybe <laughs> doing a third yeah. one. Right. They'll do a third one. Well, yeah, even, they will. Well, even Ant-Man. Like, who thought they would make an Ant-Man? And right. Yeah, Ant-Man, Ant-Man was awesome. kind of like, he was kind of like, I don't I wouldn't say the laughing stock, but I mean, right. some of these characters that have been the laughing stock are starting to be popular now. So, and I Ant-Man's mean, one of my favorite who, movies. Who would have thought Aquaman was going to have a solo movie? Right. right. I mean, Aquaman, like, everybody's like, Aquaman's the gayest character <laughs> ever. And then you get, so, like, we're not going to make it gay. We're just going to get Jason Momoa. They're like, right. oh, well, yeah, we're, okay. Yeah, we're going yeah. to get I mean, this badass motherfucker named yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, the oh, new, okay. The new Aquaman is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it just really bugs me, like, when rumors like this come out, because you know somebody at the WB is considering this. They're right. considering it because it came from somewhere. Right. And, okay, it's fine if you want to redo the universe and put Michael B. Jordan as the star. It's fine, but don't don't replace him in the sequel. Right. Yeah. And here's, don't a, shit here's on another that. thing. you got to feel bad for Michael B. Jordan now because he's about to have Creed two come out. Yeah. And all anybody's going to ask him on his press junket and on his press tour is if he's going to be Superman. Right, right. And here he is. You know, he's he's carrying on the Rocky legend. Which, by the way... I really feel like Creed missed out on some awards. I felt it was that good. It should have won some awards. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone should have won uh, Best Supporting Actor at the the Oscars he, for that. He was fantastic yeah. in that role. Yeah. And like who won? Like who won the the Best Supporting role? It was somebody that didn't. I he, like, don't even remember. Yeah. the The part was like so like it just wasn't even there. Like it was a little part in the movie. Right. Like come on, man. Don't don't shit on. Don't shit on Stallone like that. I, I, right. I can't Man, even watch yes. the Don't remember anymore. who beat him out, but you know what? Had he won, everybody would have remembered him. Hey, oh, you know yeah. what? He won an Oscar for Rock, for Rocky in, in the Creed movie. He totally would have. Well, didn't he win? I thought he won for one of the original Rocky. Yeah, he, Best yeah, Screenplay yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was Best Screen. Picture, I think. Yeah, yeah yep. there you go. Best Picture. Yeah, the first one was. But, man, I, that Michael B. Jordan shit pissed me off, dude. I'm just like, man, why are they fucking around with that? Keep, yeah. keep what you got going and keep improving it. That, that's really where I'm at. I don't, you know, Michael B. Jordan, he'd be great if they want to do something with him, great. Right. But I, I still want Cavill to have his, yes. his big, you know, like they, they, they screwed it up when they killed yeah. him off and they let, you know, he died off for like a whole two years or something, one movie. 
And he just he's really gotten shortchanged, and I want him to have his big solo Superman moment. Right. And I'm with you there. Like, you know. And they could totally bring in like uh, what is it dark dark seat dark seat dark side dark side yeah they could bring him in and you well know, have that the, continue on in, in the, the Zack Snyder uh, version of Justice League we were supposed to get dark side oh. to set up the second one because dark side was going to be the big bad in the second one they just they just want to fuck us over man it's WB. I bet there's some Marvel fanboy that's in charge of this shit at WB, and he's like, how can I fuck this over anymore? Because I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do hey, it hey uh, Zach, you're fired. Hey, Josh, you want to come in here? Hey, yeah. Uh, hey, fuck this up for us, I, I've, I've heard from people who, who do other podcasts and work in Hollywood and stuff that some of these like studio executives have like no idea about like the movie history and anything like that. And they just do what they think is going to be popular or what they like. Oh, I, I believe that. That's for sure. I bet right. they have no clue of how that stuff works. Yeah, they're all fucking idiots, man, yeah. when and it they, comes down they, to it. And they run it like businesses run now. It's all about the short-term gains and profits. Right. You know. Uh, you know, it's just going to stress us out, man, if we keep talking about it. I know. Somebody does <laughs> right. make us upset. Wake me up when the DC gets on the upswing. So let's yeah. just let's move on to uh, top 10 video games. So, yeah, like, yeah. the other day it was... Uh, National Video Game Day. I think it was yesterday. Okay. But I saw somebody did a top 10 list. So I was like, oh, I'll do a top 10 list. So I thought it would be cool if we all did top 10 lists. So let me find my top 10 list real quick. And we can we can party all day. Does anybody have like a top number one, like off the top of your head? What's what's your like all-time favorite? Not, not the best or anything like that, but what's like your favorite game? If you can only play one game. Forever. Oh man, I don't know. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that, see, I make that shit tough, man. I mean, well, that's tough. Uh, yeah. I, you know, and like you're getting ready to die, and you can play one game. Uh, Arkham one. Knight. You know that was that was a stellar game. That's stellar, yeah. stellar series. I'd 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 pick one Just of the old the, Mario the Brothers. massive open world of the mm-hmm. entire city. And, you know that was, and that was one of the times where they did it that you felt that there was a purpose to the open world. Yeah. You know, I mean, I kept playing it after I had finished the game. I, have, you played, sure I, have you played Spider-Man yet? No. That's so good. Yeah. Arkham Knight with Spider-Man. Okay. Well, so yeah. Arkham City or whatever. Right. So uh, I think the first with uh, Arkham Asylum, I think that's one of the few modern games that I've actually, actually played through all the way more than once. Right. And Because I, I lost my save. So, it's so fun, it. isn't it? And it's just, it, it just, it was almost perfect for what it had to do. Yeah. See, mine was mine. Like modern day is still probably The Last of Us because I play that game so much. I just the, think, the Last of Us is really good. I just think the whole story, the story of it, the, and the story was great. I was not a fan of the gameplay. Well, I can see that because what they pre- presented at E three and then what it came up with, it wasn't. But what they have with the new one, it looks pretty phenomenal. But yeah. we'll see. But it's just the the whole story, the story and the character development between. Oh, the, yeah, that was, it was great. fantastic. That's probably one of the best I've seen. Yeah. That you've really got developed into the game. Okay, so here's my top ten list, and it's not in any particular order. The and what I based it off of was like games that really like stuck with you, stuck with me, captured my uh, love for you know gaming in general. I guess even though I don't, I would love to game, but I just don't have the time to do it. <laughs> um, but so Super Mario Brothers three, Goldeneye, Halo, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Metroid Prime, Donkey Kong Country, Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil 2, yes, The Last of Us, and I got to go with Pac-Man. I just ha- I have to mention Pac-Man because that's like one of the first games I played, and I love it. Oh, that's Pac-Man, man. Pac-Man, I, like, I, Pac-Man. like if I sit down and play Pac-Man now, it'll be like four hours later. 
And <laughs> I mean, that's like the only two game. stages. Yeah, that's like the only yeah. game that does that to me. So, I mean, moving on, I mean, who wants to go next? I'll go. Okay. So, and this is in no particular order, but okay. um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. <sighs> I left that one off. Yep. I got to go at Mortal Kombat as well. Super Mario Brothers 2. Two? Yep. Two? Two. Look at this guy. I uh, got to go with GoldenEye as well. Um, Mega Man. I was okay. Yeah, I really. Can see that. So damn you didn't hard. like Mega Man. Yeah, that's what made it <laughs> incredible. Because when you beat it, such a great feeling. Contra. A lot of people like questioned me and asked me why I didn't have Contra. I was like, oh, I, I played it, but I was never right into um, it. I'm gonna lump uh, the entire Arkham series with the exception of Arkham Origins, which was crap. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. That leaves me with two. Um, I gotta go with uh, the uh, well, which one was it? NHL '98 on the original <laughs> Sony PlayStation. I love NHL. Okay. And Final Fantasy IV. All right. So that's some solid, solid games there. Yeah, that is solid. I, you know, like, and I left certain games off. I I love the Arkham series. Um. And WCW Revenge kind of oh. make my my honorable mentions. Sleazy and I uh, chatted a little bit about this. Those those uh, sixty four games, the THQ games. The, yeah, they're the, so uh, good. Uh, no Mercy, WrestleMania two thousand, the WCW Nitro Revenge. And all that, those were like some of the best wrestling games ever. I, I still think they're pretty good. And it was great because you'd get like four people like us yeah. sitting on the couch, and you'd be doing your battle royale or whatever. Yeah. You'd have the ones where people could be the the referees. You'd set up your own little leagues and your own belts and all that, and just be like the whole night. I still, yeah. I still have my N sixty four over there. I think if we find two controllers, we can have an N sixty four night. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got my sixty four. I've got two or three controllers. I've got all my. I've got. I've got, my, uh, I've got Revenge. Games. I've got WrestleMania two thousand. I want to say my memory cards saved at home somewhere. And then I've got a uh, Perfect Dark. WWF Somewhere. SmackDown on the PlayStation 1, I think, was, that was the good. first one that had yeah. story mode, mm -hmm. where you can create your own character, and he goes through a whole story arc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And they would just be talking backstage, and the subtitles would be coming up. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That was awesome stuff, though. Yeah. Rob Zilla, it's your turn. Um, Man, that's just... So I have to say, like I mentioned, Last of Us is more of the modern game. Um, I'd say <laughs> I play this nonstop ever since Super Smash Brothers. Fantastic, nonstop. I could see that being on somebody's top ten list, dude. I mean, I not, sucked at that game. Oh my, <laughs> my, our buddy Matt would kick the shit out of you with Sheik. I mean, he would. I don't know how, but he would. That'd be the one where that like guy. you wouldn't own the game, but you'd go over to somebody's house and they'd always want to play it. Like, yeah, I don't even know how to play this game. And then right. you play, and you're like, they, they just want to whoop your ass. ass. So, yeah. it's so easy. And then all of a sudden, you go flying off the fucking screen. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, <laughs> unless you're Yoshi, then just you do that little long jump and get yeah. back in there. Or Kirby blow yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I like uh, so Last of Us, uh, Super Smash Brothers. I have to go with Mega Man. I remember playing yep. that nonstop. No matter what, one, two, doesn't matter. I played Mega yep. Man nonstop. Um, uh, there's so many games. I have to go with GoldenEye. Nonstop playing that. Um, it's got to be on everybody's. List. It has to be. Yeah. Um, man, of a certain age. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And our demographic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> WWE No Mercy. Fantastic. Um, man, I I can't even think because it's been I, I don't even can't make a top ten because there's just so many games. That's just the main like foundation I've had. 
Um, How many did you even get to? Like five or six. Come on, fucker. <laughs> shoot, shoot out some more. Um, Think oh, about when you were a little kid. I know. Close your, I want you to close your eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> close your eyes. Close my Picture eyes. yourself in front of the TV, okay. eating McDonald's breakfast. You're, really, you're, oh. you're playing my childhood. Were you there with me at the time? I'm just reenacting. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm um, guessing here. He's, he's reenacting um, his own. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I never really had McDonald's breakfast uh, all the time. Right. But. Um, double dribble on original Nintendo. Oh. Okay. Oh. Double dribble. Uh, I have a little story about that, but um, the original Zelda. Okay. But then you got you to gotta rock with the, the uh, Zelda Ocarina of, of Time, which is a fantastic game. Okay. Um, Tekken. Tekken. Oh, boy. oh yeah. Tekken. Okay. Oh yeah. I would play Eddie and I would fuck people uh, up left and right. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would say Tekken and Street Fighter. Nonstop playing Street Fighter. Okay, I can see Street Fighter. Street on Fighters. I played a lot of Street Fighter. Street Fighter on was my... another one that was always just a little too hard. Yeah. 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 But it was so good. You'd have those guys, you know, getting like the 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 two thirds D pad roll one way and the other, and it's I mean, just, that was some you crazy know what, combo stuff back speaking then. Speaking of like games that were like really challenging to me. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six on N64. Mm. I swear, it, this one level where you had to be like you couldn't get caught, I couldn't beat it. A year later, I pop it in, beat it on the first try. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Was you I, need that? You need that stupid? Because you get then? so yeah. mad at it, and then you have to take a break, and then you come back to it, and it has to be a year later, apparently. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right. Maybe a broken controller or yeah. two. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> like have the control break. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, what's that black weird. mark on the wall? Apparently, I don't I, know. I, I do that when I get super kicked. Really weird. Have your have your have your uh, uh, control stick going out from you doing one of these turning <laughs> numbers with it? Oh right. yeah, you because you, you have to like you have to rotate your joystick. You're just going super fast and you got to <laughs> kick out or whatever. <laughs> Excellent. So I believe it is your turn. All right. I'll, I'll probably throw out older games. I don't I don't play a lot of newer games. Like like Sleazy says, it's a lot of time. And you know, anymore you got your microtransactions and all that stuff. I, yeah. I, if I do get a new game, I wait like two years and get like the game of the year edition with everything already on it. Right. But uh, off the top of my head, uh, I got I got to throw out some Mario's. I love Mario. I still play Mario. Uh, uh, first Super Mario Brothers, the third one, and Super Mario World. Ah, uh, you skipped my favorite one. Huh? Uh, you didn't like that one, huh? I, I got it, but I, I don't. I don't play that. That's that out of the out of the first four, the three and Super Mario. That's the one I've never beaten. Okay. I've got See, that's the one that I was able to beat, and my sisters got so mad because I could <laughs> wow. just—they could watch me just beat it at will. I, I need to sit down and just make myself do it one day. But like, yeah, uh, the first Mario Brothers, I can beat that in like 15 minutes with the warps. Wow. I used to, well, yeah, I used to yeah. just sit down and just uh, when they came out with it on the uh, uh, what was it the Game Boy Advance Classic I got or whatever, I just pop it in and beat it, and <laughs> for and and it, it was always so fun. And it's the same for the third one and Super Mario World. I could just I can pop it in right now. And just sit there and play it for an hour or, or a day, and and it's just as fun and sometimes just as challenging. Right. So, um, see, I'll throw out Goldeneye. I mean, I got got my sixty four for my birthday or something. Got Goldeneye with it. You know, somebody bringing food for dinner. Here's your dinner. Okay. Yeah. Like an hour later, it's cold, <laughs> and I'm finally eating it. Like okay. I can remember I, staying I beat up. This level. Like we would just like somebody would go. You know, we'd all go over to one person's house and yeah. spend the night. And we'd start playing, and the next thing you know, it would either be like a Mountain Dew break, a Mountain bathroom Dew break. break. Yeah, you know, you get your bathroom time in and then refill on a Mountain Dew. And then before you know it, like my dad's getting up and going to work, and it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing up? And it's like, what? 
We never went to sleep. Yeah, yeah we, we never, never went. <laughs> you stayed up all night playing that fucking game. And didn't everybody have that one bitch that would sneak up behind you and karate chop you? <laughs> yeah. Slappers only. Yeah. <laughs> Slappers and rocket launchers. Yeah. I remember the the paintball mode in Goldeneye. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was so fucking awesome. We would just light up and just paint the entire room to suit and shit. <laughs> until, until it like ran out of pixels and it would start taking it and away. And then there, yeah. there's always that one asshole that picked Odd Job. He was oh, like, well, you can, I, I'll switch after you beat me with him. It's like, okay, dude, whatever. There's an article saying that if you picked Ajab, you actually were a cheater. Because yeah, you are a fucking cheating. cheater. Yeah. It's sure. actually actually an article saying you are a cheater, literally. <laughs> or, or, oh, I'm sorry, my buddy would do proximity mines and just sit in one corner and lay that shit out so you walk around and you just explode. It's like, I fucking Ooh, hate you. What about, like, hiding out in the bathroom stall? And <laughs> one... Wait yeah. for people to come and Yeah, and then you would open it and the, if somebody that, would open it. You click just, and you just wait. Like, as soon as they <laughs> open it, you'd be like, bam, bam, bam. Dead. So, I mean, that was just, I mean, playing it by yourself, playing it with people over. That's, I mean, that's, I try to play it sometimes, like when my friends and I have a retro game night, and it's just like the, the, the resolution is just so bad, it like hurts my eyes. Cause it's all just <laughs> yeah. They really just need to, like, uh, redo that one. Yeah. Leave, don't change anything. Just redo the graphics. And I, I, I'd buy it again. They they did something on Wii U, I thought. I, I thought yeah. they remade it, though. It's not, it's not a, a straight. Yeah. Straight I don't redo. think it's, they, like, the same thing they, they, exactly. Yeah, something like that. Uh, let's see. I'll pick a sports game. Also for '64 was um, uh, NFL Blitz. Uh, that was fun. Oh, that was a fun. Yeah. It's not, it Blitz wasn't like was a good. straight up uh, football game. It was sort of you know yeah where you could do super tackles and super throws and all that. That was another one. I just I just if I wanted to play a game, I just pop it in and play. Uh, pick another sports one uh, for Sega. Uh, it's called Baseball 2020. Super Baseball 2020. Where you had like you could uh, set in the future in that two leagues, then you had like robots on the team and stuff. I know what you're talking about, yeah. And that's another one I just pop in at. It's like somebody comes, hey, you want to you want to play this? Uh, see, I'll pick uh, Halo. That's another one. When that when that when that, when that Xbox another all nighter. The X- Xbox came out. The the console wars. You know, Halo was just so good. Another another four person all nighter. Just you know. Yeah, for sure. We we used to do when uh, when Halo came out halo halo i think it was halo one uh but it might have been halo two too mm-hmm. so but all of them <laughs> like my friend's parents would be away camping so uh-huh. everyone would be <laughs> over at their house playing halo and of course we'd all bring our xboxes over uh-huh. and we'd have it in the living room going into the kitchen and the kitchen had a smaller tv obviously yeah and it had stools like you were sitting on and so we had a competition. Like it got competitive as fuck because it would be like if you won, you got to sit in the living room, <laughs> right? Playing on the big screen on the nice fucking lazy boy couch. And when you lost, you had to go to the fucking kitchen and sit on the stool, and <laughs> play it on the little TV. So when you got beat, it was like the fuck into walk the fucking world. Yeah, walk of shame to the kitchen. See, see, this is this is playing for the rules and playing for the cash. Because fuck cash, because you had to go sit in the living room. Right. I mean, go sit in the kitchen and suffer until you won. So that's like, to you, that's I mean, like as big as it cash. was so uncomfortable, and you could like when the split screen on like a twenty inch TV. I mean. It was like fuck. I just you know you like, but you were so hooked to the game, yeah. you didn't want to quit. But I mean, at the same time, it was like kind of like hurting your eyes going from the big screen to the little screen. But man, that was some battles for the living room back then. And plus, oh, and plus, whenever you win, you're like, get the fuck up. That's my spot now. You go in the kitchen, bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go in the kitchen. Yeah. So uh, I'll throw out Arkham. Uh, the first one, Asylum, when that came out, that was like a big deal because it was just, yeah. it was the, I think it was one of the, maybe not the first, but one of the earliest times. 
where a superhero like that had been done just so well. The game was good, the story was good, the character was good, and that might be like one of the la- that that series was coming out. That might have been one of the last times I was really paying attention to to video games. Uh, see, I think I got a couple more. I'll throw out uh, uh, Mario Kart for sixty four. That was another one. Sit oh, on the yeah. couch all night. Yeah, Mario Kart for sixty four was get awesome. Your shells, your bananas, your boxes, and uh, uh, just one of my sort of personal favorites. I spent a, I spent a couple years trying to find it uh, when I because I still got a lot of my older games. But it was uh, Sunset Riders. I used to play it in the arcade a lot. Uh, when you go like back when Walmart had arcade machines and stuff. Is that a Western? Yeah, it's a Western. I remember playing that. That was always fun. And I always had I had it for Sega. And in Sega, you only had the two characters. You had uh, uh, Billy with the revolvers and the uh, the Mexican guy with the sombrero and the shotgun. But I finally got it on uh, Super Nintendo a couple years ago, and that had all four characters from the arcade. And it was just one of those games that I, I just always loved and I always enjoyed playing. I, I, I'm still not sure if I've beaten it all the way, but I'll just, I'll just put it in and just killing afternoon like i said i really love those older games the platformers you know it's nice these these modern games have you know ton of great stories but i I feel like they're 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 designed for you to beat them obviously so you can tell the whole story those old games i don't think they really cared if you beat it or not no they wanted they wanted us as kids to learn that you know what you're going to lose (laughs) a lot in life and especially back so guess what junior (laughs) (laughs) you you didn't have it up you didn't have the internet. You didn't have uh, game guides back then, so you'd have to like find somebody in your family who knew how to play a little better. Right, right. right. And you're just sitting there, kind of like looking over their shoulder, like, "Oh, I didn't know that." Well, and just you know what? Like, you got rewarded if you beat something hard back then. Nowadays, like they they they're just like, "Well, we know that kid sucks at this game, and he's gonna whip out his parents' credit card, and we're gonna make a fortune off Xbox Live selling yeah, all the right. shit that he needs." Well, just like Beavis and Butthead, I I can never beat that game. That game ticket. was kind of hard. I couldn't get the ticket to get to the. Was it get to the concert? Is that what it was? I, I can't remember, dude. It, it was tough, but I forgot to mention like, another game. I forgot. I don't know why I didn't mention this, but Mario Tennis. I played the shit out of Mario. Mario Tennis. Tennis is fun. Mar- no, no, oh. on the sixty-four. Oh, oh my god, we had battles. I that, and, that one, I think. Oh my, it was so much I fun. I do remember that one. I played it. Me, Matt, and Levi nonstop. What are we gonna do? We're gonna get some pizza and play curveball, and then we're gonna play some Mario Tennis <laughs> every every day, every weekend. So. I have an honorable mention as well. Road Rash on Sega Genesis. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Road Rash smacks the shit out of somebody with the Billy Club. <laughs> yeah. I gotta mention. Uh, just, I mean, Sega Dreamcast in general, like Code Veronica, that was awesome. The NBA and NFL 2Ks, they was, those were awesome. And what was the, the shooter uh, for uh, Dreamcast? Oh, shit. House of Dead. House, oh, yeah. House of the Dead, yeah. That was that fun. Shit that shit was so fun. Yeah, fun. Dreamcast was a victim of an advanced console being released before the public was ready for it. Well, actually, that's my opinion. The bootleg, like they didn't have any security on their disc. Yeah, and so I have a to say, bit of personal experience with this. Right? I have to say, okay. I'm a part of this failure for Dreamcast because uh, my buddy Muzz, that owns the video game store, when he was in uh, uh, the local flea market here, every Friday he would have fucking bootleg movies that you could play on Dreamcast. Yeah. And he would have the newest game for like twenty bucks, like I mean, it was ridiculous, dude. And we bootlegged the shit out of games and sold them to everybody. Yeah. So they they took a beating on games. You know they couldn't make money on games because everybody was pirating them. And sadly, yeah. I contributed to that. Yeah. 
Their, con- their controller was just one way of too my complex f- as favorite well. systems. I contributed to its failure. Yeah, <laughs> Shimu. I play that game nonstop. Shimu for Dreamcast. It's my game. Yeah. So pumped. I'm so pumped for the new one too. I was going to mention Sleazy was on his list, but uh, when Resident Evil 2 came yes. out on 64, oh, yeah. I, I was a 64. I was a Nintendo guy back then. I wasn't buying no Playstations. <laughs> and when when Resident Evil finally came out on Nintendo, I was like, yes, I got it for Christmas one year. Had my guy to sit there and play with the lights off, you know. That was... that was. I played it... Uh, I bought it. I didn't even have a Playstation. <laughs> and I would spend the weekends with my uncle, mm-hmm. and he had a Playstation. And he'd be off doing something out, you know, watching TV or mm-hmm. something. And or even sometimes we would play the game together, him, me, him, and my cousin. And I bought the game so we could all play it. Like, and it was it was amazing. That's one of the things I'll never forget. So I mean, it had to make my top ten list, regardless. Yeah, I forgot to mention that too. I mean, that was probably one of the. I think the very first Resident Evil I ever beat, and it was just so addicting. I played it like three times, three or four times straight. Resident Evil Two. I just just yeah. uh, earlier this year they uh, they remade the first one or they they enhanced the first one and put it out for Xbox One and I played it this year and, and played all the way through it and it, this game is just so fun and creepy you know I don't yeah I don't like the newer ones so much because they've kind of gone from the survival horror to the action stuff I didn't yeah. I it's didn't not quite the same I didn't play the the last one they did mm-hmm. I've only played pieces which was of the supposed newer. to be more of like going back to the horror oh kind. yeah yeah I know what you're talking about I, I haven't played it I haven't played that but I'm a fan of the the action style ones like Resident Evil Four. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's that's, that's my fantastic. shit yeah. right yeah. there. Four, Resident Evil fantastic. Four for uh for uh GameCube. Two? GameCube, yeah. GameCube. Oh, I played the shit out. Of, I bought a Wave Bird just so I could play far away, you know. <laughs> but man, that that is my shit right there. And then like, they had the Resident Evil Two remake, which looks phenomenal. Yeah, that's Does supposed that come out this year. Or? Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, I, I'd get that. I played it, that it's again. the end of the year, or very beginning of the year, but it looks amazing. And another honorable mention, not trying to stray from this, but Mutant League. That game was fun as hell because you didn't have to even score any goals; you just killed the entire team. Yeah, like <laughs> it was just fun. You fun played thing. hockey or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so much fun! You just high check someone, they just get cut in half, and like you just beat the fucking team, and that's it. All right, so we got our top ten video games. All right. So last night, and then some. Robzilla yes. and I saw The Predator, and this morning Kyle went and saw it. You did not see it. I did not. I, I, I'm still so not sure what Chris so, Hansen was doing there, but apparently he had the chat logs. <laughs> Sick all week and then had to work. So yeah. Did you Did you bring him yet. Wendy's? No, no. Okay. But, I, but uh, I did bring some beer and condoms, but those weren't for anything in particular. I just, they were just. <laughs> they the were car. never coming out of your they, trunk. They were just in the. Yeah. I was, she told me she needed some help. I was just coming to help. <laughs> and this was all in the theater, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Of okay. course, totally legit. It has to be a public place. I wasn't, you know. Wasn't did there. you see it on the IMAX by any chance? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, we saw it uh, on. Well. Marcus's IMAX, mm-hmm. the ultra screen. Mm-hmm. But man, to go. I gotta say, so I thought it was a really fucking fun movie. I loved it. Have you what's what's your what's your predator history? Have you seen all the ones up to now? Ye- uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen two predators, obviously two AVPs. I've seen one and two. I've seen one of the Alien versus Predators. I, I never really got too much into that because I was never mm-hmm. Too much in the aliens. I did watch the first three aliens a couple years ago. I got them sitting over there somewhere. They're in. They're in this vicinity. <laughs> they're in the sleazy studio somewhere. I just need to finish watching the last one. Um, but yeah, I'm. A, I'm. 
you know, when I think of my childhood, Predator is a huge part of it. Just one of those sitting there watching it with on, my dad, on HBO yeah. or Showtime or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think my dad even took me to the theater to see it because, yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, like I was obsessed with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. When I was a little kid, I oh, loved yeah, Arnold absolutely. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I mean, he was my hero. But <laughs> so yeah, for me, like watching this movie and me saying it was fun is a big deal because I mean, I I really felt like a little kid again. Mm-hmm. And you could you can ask Rob Zilla like I like. He was he was saying, "Well, did you notice this was going on during the movie?" I was like, "Dude, I didn't fucking notice what was going on around me." Yeah, I was sitting up like bright eyed, looking at the screen, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's awesome!" Yeah, and I mean, I, I really liked the main character. I I mean, there were some cheesy parts in it, but I mean, I loved all the jokes that they had. Uh, I mean, the the gore in it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it, I think that's been overdue. Where you have to yeah. have a predator movie where it's just pure I, I really gore. felt like I got the predator movie that I've been wanting since a kid. You know, I, I feel like it's, you know, it's, especially the gore is what I've been expecting because you know all that weaponry. I mean, it's just got to be gory as hell, right? And I mean, um, these are hunters; they, they rip spines out of people. Yeah, so. they're hunters. So I mean, I but like predators cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> we took a vote. We took a vote, motherfucker. And I, I did like some. I, of the I like the too. bad guy too. Yeah, he was really good. And I like some homage with some of the, um, you know, the language like, you know, you're one ugly motherfucker, and she's like, you're one beautiful motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, like it's just <laughs> they, they had, like they that. had to get to the chopper line. Yeah, that, I, I could have done without that one. Oh, oh you know it was, was little, coming. That was yeah. a little too much. You know that was gonna come. It, but I love that they had the original score from the, yeah, the original movie. Oh, I, I, okay. Yeah. So, some people were complaining about that because Alan Silvestri did the original score for both of them, I think. this. Hold on a second. I just got to mention, if you ever need to talk about music and movies, com- com- composing, this, this some, guy some movies, some this movies. guy goes to conventions to buy CDs <laughs> that you can't get online. and get, He, he not, goes... Not alive. Not that, alive. We're at Horror Hound one year, and he had, he had to meet the composer to uh, Reanimator or some shit. And he was like whipping out the book. He's like, ah, this is like the one autograph I'm here for. And I was really, like, really? really? Well, teach their own. And this guy was like so fucking happy that Kyle went in his line. <laughs> That's funny. And he was like, "I'm if you if you got time, I'm doing a uh, yeah." They, they, a, they're a press- having the computer uh, the composers Q and A later. Yeah, he was like, "I'm doing a Q and A. I'd really like you to be there." And Kyle was like. Well, I don't know. This guy might not want to go to it. I think. I think was that the Bruce Campbell year that where we had to go down and wait on him and everything. Yeah, I think, I think so. Was. How do you not go down wait on uh, wait for Bruce Campbell though? We did. I mean, yeah, we had to. Yeah, we we went early in the morning to get tickets just to maybe meet him. You got, right. you got your ticket that told you what time to be in line, and they they cut the line off like right. At us. Well, at first, yeah. they cut it off in front of us, but then they kept, you know, because Bruce was only supposed to be there for so long, they kind of kept moving the line back and back. Sleazy got on the on his, I don't know what you call him, his handler, his manager's good side, calling him I Razor did. Ramon. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, he kept walking around, he had a toothpick on, and I was like, bro, I was like, bro, come here. Kind of, kind of a tan guy, short hair, not long <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he had the short, slicked hair back, and I was like, Dude, you look like fucking Razor Ramon. He didn't. He's like, who's that? I don't know. He was is. like, who is that? Is he a bad motherfucker? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. I was like, dude, he fucking murdered somebody and he got away with it. And he was like, he was like, all right. He was like, you guys are next. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I, I, she said, I, I had my hey, red yo. backpack on. He's like, backpack's my cutoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. See, I didn't know that. That's a cool ass story. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to say, Bruce Campbell had like the warmest hands. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it was like ridiculously warm. It because we were it was we, the room he was in was like 
AC was on, but like he had his jacket and everything on. I go to shake his hand. It's like, damn, it's just so warm. If you ever get the chance, like if Bruce Campbell's ever here, we'll go meet him. I've met him yeah, twice. I, so I'll meet I'd him like every to time. Go meet him, Norman Reedus, and then of course we all know our Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Ooh, Jeffrey Dean. Morgan. Alexa Bliss. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's a given. I know I mean, that. I yeah. mean, I mean, we know that. I gotta go flirt with Lexi. Come yeah. on now. Okay. Yeah. So we need to get back to <laughs> back uh, on track. The composer. But, but back on track now. Alan, yeah, Alan yeah, Silvestri, yeah. you know, he did uh, the first two Predators. He did like uh, the Back to the Future movies, but he he's doing a, a little movie now called The Avengers. Oh, so he's yeah, so he's yeah, kind yeah. of a busy guy anymore. So a lot of people were kind of upset that he wasn't coming back. But I mean, it it sounded they used a lot, at least the main themes anyway. Yeah, you know, the, the main Predator themes and sort of like the main military guy theme. Dun 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 dun. He he does it. He likes that. You know, percussion. Yeah, it it was awesome, man. I, yeah, I, I thought it was fun. I, I had a few things with it just because I can tell where they did a lot of the reshoots and like the editing was kind of sure you can kind I, of. I, I I'm with you there, uh, Rob Zilla. I was watching it and I'm thinking, you know, uh, uh, Shane Black, the director. You know, it didn't feel like one of his movies. You know, his I think his last one was uh, the Nice Guys, and before that he did uh, he Iron, did he did Iron Man, Man 3. three. Yeah, yeah, and. You know the the action in those movies and the way it's edited is is, is usually pretty good. The only thing wrong with Iron Man uh, three was all those silly jokes that I we you know I actually love Iron Man three aside from too many jokes. Yeah. And so when I was watching it, I'm kind of like, this doesn't feel quite right. It, you know, we live in choppy. We live it. We, we live in the age of you know John Wick now. You can you can kill some people and do some headshots and do some fast action without. You know, chopping all the edits up. Yeah, and, and and that some of the action, some of it was really good, but like you said, some of it was really kind of choppy. You're kind of like, what are they? I yeah, c- I could have done without Olivia Munn's character. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it's, I, I just, she's a not that, she's not that she was like terrible. Yeah, but some of the like cheesier parts of the movie involve Olivia Munn. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this. Like, I've got like a glitch in my brain or something to do with Olivia Munn. Like, she's not a bad actress or anything, but like when she's on screen, I'm just like taken out of whatever it is. Like uh, she was in the X Men Apocalypse. Maybe it's her beauty just taking over you. You know, she's she's <laughs> an attractive woman, but it's like I just see her on screen and like like my b- brain glitches out. I'm like, uh. well, she's a biologist, but yet again, she can use fucking military weapons all of a sudden, which I didn't understand that. I'm me, like me and Rob, we yeah. saw the same. Movie. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, how the fuck is this chick just fucking everybody up? It's and then Hollywood. She, I know. I understand. Well, that, I, but I still, did ask. I you're did watching ask a movie about aliens from outer space coming to hunt human beings. Yeah, which I'm is not. Far I'm really from the not truth. worried about her being trained <laughs> with a gun. But, but, right. You know, I got to imagine she's smart enough to just pick it up and realize it. it yeah, it works. Point pull trigger. <laughs> Maybe her family likes to hunt. She well, knows see, how to fucking deal with handle. That's what I was thinking to myself. I'm like, if it was a guy doing all this stuff. You know what? Would I think the same thing? But but yeah, you know, you don't. She's she's a, a, a evolutionary biologist or whatever, and then all of a sudden she's you know John Wicking it up, and I'm without <laughs> like like I don't know if you have time to do both in your life to be some sort of you know PhD and be John Wick. Yeah, and maybe it, it's her weekend hobby, dude. And, and that's cool. I just one line in the movie. If she if they just said one line, I'm like okay, cool. And it just—it's it, like it's not a problem. Yeah, but like, as, as like I'm it watching, could be a, like a comedic thing. Like, how'd you learn how to do that? Yeah. Oh, my dad taught me. Yeah, but you know, if you watch something like that, it would be okay. I just take yeah. it. There's, there's a scene she where comes... she's chasing down the predator, and she's got to jump over this thing, and she jumps onto a moving bus. And you're like, what? What normal person would just go from? Oh, I found out aliens exist today. To I'm jumping on a moving bus. I mean, uh, Kyle, I, would you let your dream run away like that? 
Yeah. Uh, if, if it involved she moving, wanted she if, wanted that if, fucking if credit. It, if it involved a, moving on a jumping vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> or or a fucking creature from air, space who would. takes people's spines. I would, spines, I would yes. kind I would kindly just watch it run away. I'd be like, fine. It wasn't meant to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sitting there like. <gasps> <gasps> I guess it got away. But like I said, it's a very fun movie, and, and I, I, I I love the people in it. This they, is they what going past. to the movies is all about. Yeah. Like, it's just fun. It's Yeah, and I loved, yeah. you know. Uh, Hopefully Greg goes and sees it this weekend. Yeah. You'll, Thomas Jane was awesome. I'll have to. And, my, and uh, you know, Keegan, um, Michael Keyes was great. I'll, I think I'll were, give you my critique of it on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. I, I think, I think uh, Thomas Jane and, and Key were like one of the highlights of the movie for yeah. me. They were Their really good. And, you know. Keegan Michael Keyes has to like tell jokes because of stuff that's happened in his past, and yeah. Thomas Jane has Tourette's. And Thomas I, Jane's a very underrated actor. Yeah. He never gets the credit he deserves. No, he, he was an awesome Punisher. Yeah, a lot of people hated it. I loved I, it. It I was, it was a great. It movie. wasn't the best movie, but it was back in that era where they just didn't know how to, to do how to take a superhero movie. Right. Like you put him in like a Netflix series now as the Punisher, he would kill. Right. He would rock it out. Yeah, people want to hate on that one, but I'm like, did you see like Warzone, like Punisher Warzone? That oh, was fucking terrible. Garbage. Yeah, <laughs> that I didn't, gar- I didn't was, like that one. That was garbage. garbage and so, Dolph, so Dolph that, Lundgren was So garbage. that movie, Thomas Jane was supposed he, to he reprise his role. This, Robert and uh, like he, he didn't agree with the script. Uh-huh. And so he said, I'll do it, but you're going to have to pay me more money to do this. <laughs> right. So they wouldn't pay him more money, so he, bowed, he, he pieced out of it. Figures. Yeah. He played in a uh, show on HBO. Called Hung. Hung, yeah. I, I heard was, about it, but I never watched it. Was it was really good, and it just didn't come back. I don't know what happened to it. I think it got canceled, obviously. He was I'll, he I, was in the movie 61 as well. He played the role of Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, I bet he was uh, good at that. He had he had never picked up a baseball bat before <laughs> throwing a baseball. Okay. And so when they when uh, Billy Crystal, who directed the movie, asked him, you know, how, how well do you play baseball? He said, well, I'll put it this way. I ain't got no bad habits. Oh. <laughs> So they took him uh, to the guy that used to be like the hitting coach for the Los Angeles Dodgers and taught him how to play baseball and told, taught him how to swing, switch hitter, because that's what Mickey Mantle was, and taught yeah. him Mickey Mantle's swing. Oh, oh boy. That's nice. So when uh, he brought Billy Crystal in to show him hitting, he was just like, oh, my God, that's Mickey Mantle. And they, they interviewed Thomas Jane about it, and he was in character as Mickey Mantle, so he had that Oklahoma draw. Yeah, he's like, I don't even know how I swing. I learned Mickey swing, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, this guy's method acting, like you know, like yeah, he's very, he's awesome. I like him. Yeah, he's underrated. And plus, yeah. I watched Dreamcatcher the other day, and I'm like, he was in that, and yeah. he was awesome in that as Henry. So and and the Mist, yes, oh, one of the, the most ter- <laughs> horrible, horrible, like horrifying endings. So is is he on like? Uh, Guy Pierce level, you know, like underrated actors that just don't is, get is enough he, credit. Is he like the poor man's Brad Pitt, but like a poor man's someone else? Yeah. He well, who would he be the poor man? Like no. I, we always say uh Guy Pierce Guy is the Pierce. poor man's Brad Pitt. Right. So who would who would he be, the poor man? Oh, that's oh. a good choice. That's I'm just I'm just happy with him being Thomas Jane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean What was that god awful shark movie he was in? Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> yeah. He was a shark wrangler. Yeah. Wrangler. Yeah. Apparently those exist. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah. That... Samuel L. Jackson and that. So, what exactly a does a shark wrangler do? Um, really? <laughs> <laughs> but those were those two guys were the highlights of the movie, and yeah. um, the action was great. Um, but like I said, it was choppy. I, I, I was fifty fifty on the ending. That's just my opinion, but y- well, you'll see why. But well, and, it's yeah. it's it's one of those decisions, and just to kind of 
back up with the other ones. You know, the first one was just standalone movie. Nobody, you know, really, as far as I know, planned on anything coming of it. Right. And I, I think they kind of got everything right in that movie. And I, I rewatched uh, two recently, and you know, the, the first like hour of two was kind of kind of junk. It's all about Danny Glover fighting like the Colombians, and you know, you got yeah, you got these yeah. big guys. Like one guy picks up like a handful of cocaine and just snorts it right up his nose and throws it over. Like, Al Scorpio is ready. This, this is a little ridiculous. <laughs> but you get to like the last forty minutes of that movie, where it's like Gary Busey in the meat locker and just Danny Glover versus the Predator, and it really picks up. Yeah, that's fantastic, by the way. Peter and, Keys. And that's kind of like what a Predator movie should be in general. You, know, you get the AVP movies, and you can tell they're starting to think about the franchise more than just the movies being good. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like what that ending was, in a way. It's not a bad yeah. ending or anything. Right. But you could tell they're, they're, they're thinking more about the franchise than maybe yeah. just the movie. The one they yeah. did a few years ago with Adrian Brody. The Predators. They, that wasn't I, yeah, bad either. I like that I, one. I, I thought that was a good one. I mean, there's a nothing a better beginning of a movie when you're free-falling. You don't know how the hell you got there. Right. I mean, how intense is that? That had a really yeah. good cast in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Trey Solid cast. It. Uh, Topher Grace was in it. Yeah, he he played he played the psycho that they didn't know. About. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I, oh, I belong here. He's a fucking lunatic. I'm like, yeah. I'm sitting, well, I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, they're going to make him like the medic, like he's going to help the guys out or whatever. I'm like, no, he's just a fucking serial killer. I'm like, and our boy was in it too. Walton Coggins was in yeah, it. Yeah, Walton Coggins was in it. He fucking well, was shaking by, a predator. Uh, Rodriguez. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, he was yeah, fucking was shaking a, a predator, one. man. He's fucking gangster. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of like, ooh, ooh, ooh. he's like, come on, motherfucker. He's just like stabbing. Him. He gets his fucking yeah. spine ripped out. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, uh, man, that makes me want to watch that movie now. Yeah, I want to watch all the predators that I like. Yeah, I, I still don't think I've seen that one all the way through. Predators. Yeah, because they even dun, 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 dun. yeah. I mean, it was because they had the different styles of predator as well, which I liked. And I, but yeah, did they do that one on the home world or something like that? It was, yeah, on, it, was on, it was on their home world, yeah. the predators' home world. I wouldn't say it was their home. It was like a or world it was they, like they, a world they had for hunting. It was their hunting. Yeah, world, they they dropped prisoners off and. Yeah, they had different creatures that they hunted too, mm-hmm. and then um, Lawrence Fishburne was in it, and like being a fucking lunatic, because he's been in there for like four yeah. or five like seasons, which I'm not sure what that terminology might be, but he like killed two of them, and he's got like their cloaking device and shit. So, yeah, that was that was a, that was a solid solid movie. Yeah, but but I I I enjoyed the Predator, and I definitely tell somebody to go see it. If you know if if this looks like your kind of movie, go see it. Like, cause I got some of the same problems that uh, Rob's got. You know, some of the, yeah, and when you when you uh, seek out the information, you find that how much they reshot and restructured some of this. Yeah. You you can definitely tell why it doesn't work as good as it probably could have. I was I was kind of hoping for a bit more of a return to like those first two predators, where it's sort of like one on one stuff. But the team was really good. I mean, not not yeah, just the loonies, not yeah. just Keegan Michael Key and uh, Thomas Jane, but the whole team was good. And uh, you know, except for Theon, you know. It, <laughs> Well, I don't even I, know his real name, but I don't. It's oh, Alfie Theon Greyjoy. Any, any yeah. movie that Alfie, Theon's he's in, he's going to be Theon Greyjoy. For yeah, yeah but I kept thinking like that man's got no dick, right? <laughs> like, how's like, he going to beat the Predator? I, he doesn't he, have like, a dick. He really this, does. this is a bit of a spoiler, but he's the first of the loonies to die. Okay, but it's okay. It's just it's Theon. just fucking but Theon like, Greyjoy. Um, but but it sucks though because it, they didn't really give him much of a yeah. as a presence, and I thought he was pretty cool. Right from the like the gist like the gist of it, but yeah. well, everything can't go your way, Rob. That's what my girlfriend says. She's like, "Well, I I gave it four stars. It would have been five, but they had to kill off uh, Theon Greyjoy." I was oh, like, God. "Really?" I gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a half too. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's fun. Movie, yeah. I think if you're just a big fan of the Predator series, I mean, you'll go right back into it and you know the jokes and stuff. And like you know, Sleazy said, the main character Quinn, which is Boyd Holbrook, was he's fucking great. 
Yeah, I thought it, he was okay. I, well, I didn't but, love him, but he, he was. I, I, he I, was great, Kyle. I, I would. You stop it. <laughs> that that suits mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He, he'd be okay. I'd like to see him come back. Yeah, the, yeah, and plus, I'd um, like to he see was... Arnold come back. Really, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, like the whole like time through the movie, I was like, man, where's Dutch? Yeah, like where Where the where's Dutch? the cameo that we need? We, we need. Yeah, we've been waiting for and craving for. Like everybody asks, what the fuck happened to Dutch after that dramatic scene and him right. in the helicopter? Where's he been? Maybe he never got away. Well, and on the comic books, they've they has his brother looking for him. And like supposedly, supposedly, in the, like in he's, the novelization of the second one, yeah, like they take him to a hospital for radiation and all that stuff, and he he just escapes and he's never seen again. Yeah, like he, I guess they were gonna, you know, torture him or something or get some. So Dutch just gets the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, he disappears, and I like really, his brother, like looks for him. Didn't he escape on the helicopter at the end of the first one? He yeah. does, yeah. but this yeah. is like the comic book, and then oh, like in the comic okay. book, like he shows up and like, he's like the leader of like the predators, mm-hmm. like he's like because he killed like a couple of them, mm-hmm. and then like he's just their leader, and like he just gets out and just stands there and he's it's fucking Dutch, just like the leader of the predators. I ain't got time to bleed. I got <laughs> Jesse, yeah, Jesse Ventura. I got time to bleed. Stuff will make you a that first one's just such a classic, man. If it bleeds, we can kill it. One of the, like the the things that stick out of me like even when i was a little kid th- th- that movie is the one uh black dude when he's like hiding underneath the bridge or whatever bill duke bill duke and he, yeah bill and duke. he's like he's shaving his face yeah he's shaving he breaks it and he, he's like he breaks it and he's he's bleeding he's like mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you see that dot on his head and it's like oh he's fucked <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, he was crawling and it gets on his forearm he's like looking and he's yeah. just standing over him and then uh, whoever his uh best friend is dutch the other the other guy who gets um Killed off right after Bill Duke. I oh, forget. that's uh, I forget. Apollo Creed. It's Apollo Creed. Oh, Carl, and, and Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they it like it like shoots his arm off or whatever. Yeah. He's got like one arm. And he's like ah. Yeah, shooting him. <laughs> yeah, and then um, yeah. So, but yeah, I really, classic. I really wanted this one to be like really good because it's uh, uh, Shane Black and Fred Decker. Uh, they went to uh, like film school together, and Fred Decker and them. Uh, uh, we're basically screenwriters to begin with, and Fred Decker uh, directed uh, Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad. Monster Squad was oh, awesome. Monster Squad. And uh, they're talking and about Robo redoing Cop that. 3. No, not redoing it, but doing like a sequel, or it's twenty okay, or thirty years later. Se- that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, they're talking about Bill and Ted three too. It's gonna know? be fantastic. Don't I'll you watch dare. that. Any Don't day. you dare. <laughs> oh no 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 no! I want it to happen, but it's just never gonna happen. Well, they said they've been working on the script like this. It's gonna they be like working on that. It's, script it's for like thirty. 30 years. It's like don't, thirty don't years later. Don't doubt the Keanu. Right? Yeah, yeah, they'll do it. Yeah, it's thirty years later, and like they never made the song. I guess and they're like, supposed so to do it, or I guess time's what gonna the big thing is is um, it's a, the rights uh, belong to the the writers. They they have the rights to it. And so they want to do a direct sequel where it is like the 30 years later and they have a script and everything. And uh, both Keanu Reeves and Alex Winters are in and they want to do it. Mm-hmm. However, they can't find a studio that wants to make the movie because that everyone wants to make they take money. it to, they want to reboot. No reboot. The studios don't listen to what fucking people want. I wish we're we can sick just, and fucking tired of it's, reboots. It's all about money, man. I wish it, we could make about a production those executives company where, who've never seen the original ones. To begin yeah, with. <laughs> I wish we could make a production company where we actually can take the ideas and how to make it into a good fucking movie. Like, Maybe you should get like a GoFundMe page together. I think we should do that. Go from my that. production company. That. My yeah. production. My you know, you got some of those up and comers like Blumhouse and stuff trying to do and things like that. I think they we did, can like, call upgrade. it. For the fan production company. Yeah, yeah, they did do Halloween, and I just heard that they want to redo Scream. Mm-hmm. Well, the new Halloween movie 
is actually a direct sequel to the original. Well, it, it, this is actually... And it, it erases yeah. all the garbage ones. Yeah, they said this, hey it now. never hey happened. Now. Well, yeah. you can't, you know, you can hate on it, but I mean, I think the second one was really good for the sequel for what it was. I mean, it takes right. place right after the first one. So it's like he goes and is hunting her, but I still think it's going to be great because, you know, how they're having it set up, and I guess they're trying to set it up for a trilogy my, uh, with okay. it. So. My, my, like, dream Halloween movies is they end it and they go back to, like, Halloween 3. They, they turn it back into an anthology. So you just get a different Halloween movie every year. Yeah. Maybe Michael Myers showed up every couple years or something like that. Yeah. I think I think we need another every couple years Halloween kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we are past our hour. Oh, wow. Oh. You didn't even feel like an hour. No. Uh-uh. So I'm just going to – we had our first week of fantasy football. Yes. I'm going to announce the standings for week one. And then we'll bounce. How's that sound? Cool. We got got a chopper to get to. Yeah. Get to the chopper. Okay. So in first place, we have the usual suspects with 158 points. Who's that? Uh, Michael. You know him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kitten Mittens, which is me, uh, in second with 128 points. D's Nuts in third place with 110. New Jersey Swamp Rats. 109 points in fourth. Yeah, yeah. Prestige Worldwide in fifth. Wide, wide. <laughs> Ed's Bar and Swill in sixth. Uh, Cup of Hate is in seventh. Flex on Me is on eight. Woo! You unoriginal fuck. Shut the fuck up. Enjoy it. <laughs> no. Quit stealing my lines. Hashtag uh, Flex on Me. Um, number nine is Undergoing Treatment. That's your boy, Gaylord. Oh, yeah. And... Number 10 is Dick Fitzwell. That's the fantasy lineup for... If uh, anyone wants Devontae Freeman, he's available for trade. (laughs) (laughs) But that is episode 20, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember to listen to Sleazy.